Let's talk about why some universities don't offer, and likely aren't going to offer, varsity teams in violent esports for quite a while. I'm Mitch Reams, and this is the College Esports Quick Take presented by Esports Network. In addition to hosting three podcasts for Esports Network, I also write about the industry. And one of my favorite articles I've covered was for Adweek, and it talks about how brands view violent esports when figuring out sponsorships. That article centered around Call of Duty, and in it, Jack in the Box talks about how they like edgy games, which includes violent ones like Call of Duty, Intel likes all video games, and Gillette, because of Procter & Gamble, won't touch violent games. I think there's a lesson there that applies to colleges when you look at Gillette and Procter and & Gamble. Major universities are going to trend towards major companies like Procter & Gamble when making their decisions, and this episode was inspired by an explicit mention on the University of Missouri's eSports page saying they would never offer varsity teams in CSGO and Call of Duty, and you could probably toss R6 in there too even though it wasn't explicitly mentioned. And while that explicit mention is rare, seeing those games omitted from varsity programs is not. Now, you might see those games in the club section of a program, but when it comes to scholarship-based institutional support on varsity teams, they are pretty rare. Maryville, for example, has CSGO on its club team, but not its varsity. UC Irvine, Utah, and Boise State, three of the largest universities with esports programs, all don't offer one of those three violent games. That's not to say all universities feel this way, though. Akron is best known for the school's Rocket League team, but they also offer scholarships and varsity teams for Rainbow Six and CSGO. The games most common across college esports programs are League of Legends, Rocket League, Hearthstone, and Overwatch. So what's the difference between a game like Overwatch, Valorant, or Fortnite, and a game like Call of Duty or CSGO? The distinction is described as Red Blood versus Blue Blood. Red Blood means realism. Even if the events are sometimes fictitious, like in a game like Call of Duty, they are generally rooted in some aspect of reality. Call of Duty World War II was a great example of this. That was a pretty gritty, realistic looking game. Overwatch takes place in a fantasy universe. That distinction may sound slight, but it really matters to these decision makers. Now, I don't want this to come off like I'm in favor of this decision. Frankly, I think it's a bit silly to put this much emphasis on digital violence, but I understand that it comes from touchy decision makers who want any reason to not embrace gaming. When they see guns and blood, they say, hey, it's not worth it. We see it in the decision makers in the Olympics, in the NCAA, and in many universities. My counter in that Adweek article was NASCAR. How can you get worked up about digital depictions of violence when billboards on wheels slam into each other at 200 miles per hour and occasionally crash in balls of fire? For universities, I would counter with football. I love football as much as the next person, but to act like football doesn't have an impact on players' health, both physical and mental, is ignoring a mountain of evidence. If a university is cool with 19-year-olds smashing heads every Saturday, they shouldn't have an issue with red blood games, in my opinion at least. I think in time, this will change. We're still in the early days of universities even supporting esports. If they want to start with blue blood games or sports simulations, at least that's a step in the right direction. On the bright side, the proliferation of violent games in esports may keep the NCAA out of this world for a long time, and I think everyone in college esports would be pretty happy with that. There's no long interview on the college esports space tomorrow, but I encourage you all to check out the Esports Network podcast feed where I post episodes with two of XSET's founders who used to work at FaZe, 
an interview with a producer of shows like Shark Tank and The Voice, who is now being an advisor to Subnation, and our second episode of The Gamer Hour with Chris Puckett, where he interviews Hamadou Diallo, the slam dunk champion in 2018, about his love for gaming. You can find all three of those podcasts over on the Esports Network podcast feed, and I'll be back on Monday with another episode of the College Esports Quick Take.